0: Every day is so terrible, I forget I'm the bachelorette. Now and then I get insecure from all the bros turning down my rose. I am beautiful, no matter what they say. Yes, Logan can't bring me down. No, no. I am beautiful in every single way. Yes, Logan, or the wedding photographer, or the crypto guy, or meatball at first kind of can't bring me down. No, no. So don't you bring me down Mm -hmm. today.
1: Hello and welcome to The Trashler. If you are listening to this podcast episode the day it's released, then that means I am either getting ready for or am currently at Lady Gaga's stadium tour known as Chromatica Ball that I bought tickets for approximately one year and three months ago. That's right, I bought tickets for this in May of 2021. May 2021, and it's finally happening. Oh my God, if you are listening to this any time after the day it was released, that means I have already attended Lady Gaga's stadium tour known as Chromatica Ball, which means I have become a completely new person with a whole new identity. Or it means I died from, you know, my heart exploding and stuff. Either way, this is the last episode I am recording as the current pre-Chromatica Ball version of myself. So don't get too comfortable. My life is about to change or end. Who knows? Okay, okay, let's pivot to the frickin' show we're all here to talk about and shout out the highest score in our Trashler Fantasy League this week, Carrie! Carrie! Great job, Carrie. Great job making the best fantasy picks and great job having the same first name as neurotic icon Carrie Bradshaw. You rock. Congrats. All right, we're at week five. That's insane. Y'all, these seasons usually have 10 episodes, so we're like seriously at the halfway point? I kind of don't believe that at all. Like have we learned anyone's name for real? Have we established any serious connections? Anyone? Anyone? We're five episodes in. I feel like this season is seriously lacking, oh, I don't know, romance? Do you agree with me on this? Let me know what you think, because I'm getting about the same level of romance as Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz in the latest Batman movie. They have no chemistry, but hey, they're both hot, so they should kiss? We're still on the Virgin Voyages cruise through Europe, and oh my god, I hope they stay on this cruise until Fantasy Suites, just so I could say... Virgin voyages? I don't think so. Our cruise crew leaves Paris for Belgium, which, according to this episode, is just a waffle and chocolate factory. We jump right back into Logan the Loser, acting as his own sports agent by trading himself from Team Rachel to Team Gabby. He comes into Rachel's room and lays it all out for her in such detail that she's like, okay, stop talking, I get it. (laughs) Like, Oh, it was so weird. He's trying to be nice and honest and transparent, but I totally get that reaction from her. Like, you're breaking up with me. Just rip the band-aid. Don't twist the knife. Any other metaphors that work? Okay, cool. At first, I was infuriated with Logan the loser and how he was basically stringing Rachel along for the past four weeks, but then I thought, wow, he came to her hotel room and ended it with her one-on-one. And that's literally more than what Clayton did. Like... Logan the Loser ended their relationship in a nicer way week five than Clayton did in the finale. Like, (laughs) how messed up is that? Clayton, I don't care that we met in an airport once. I don't care that you're way hotter in person. The way you ended it with Rachel was weak. You're dead to me. God, I can't believe I'm kind of complimenting Logan the Loser for how he broke up with Rachel. Like, the bar for men is on the floor. No, it's six feet under the floor. No, it's down in the center of the damn earth. So after his conversation with Rachel, Logan the Loser continues his douchebag tour around the cruise to Gabby's room. He gives her the lowdown, and Gabby doesn't immediately reject him? Mm Mmm... We've seen this season and Clayton's season that Gabby is 100% a girl's girl, so I was hoping she'd respond exactly like she did when Clayton asked, am I able to walk you out? And she just goes, no. Oh, I should get a sound clip for that for next podcast. Okay, I gotta write that down. But that is not what happened this time. Logan lays it all on the line and Gabby immediately expresses her interest and then says she has to check in with her co-bachelorette first. Okay, phew a little remnant of girl's girl behavior. I was worried that it'd be completely thrown out the window because Logan is like six four, but anyway. So our two girls talk and Rachel's basically like, sure girl, if you really have a connection with him, then whatever, go for it. And then to the camera, she's like, I think Gabby is interested in him, but I don't think he's trustworthy. He strung me along for weeks. Yes, ugh, I'm happy she has this awareness, but I also wish she actually said this to Gabby instead of being a little two-faced, you know? Speaking of Batman, okay, okay, anyway. During this whole Logan the Loser douchebag conversation tour, there's a whole last group date happening for Rachel, and she's obviously not there <laughs> because she's dealing with this whole thing. The group date guys are kind of just walking into oblivion because there's no bachelorette in sight, no one to jump straddle hug immediately upon seeing them. They don't know what to do! They briefly walk by some men wrestling in liquid chocolate, like mud wrestling, except it is chocolate. We can only assume that this was going to be the group date, so I guess I'm glad it didn't happen because we don't want these boys falling victim to liquid chocolate, like the deceased Augustus Gloop. Rest in peace. Wait, let me take a step back. So yeah, the day portion of the group date was in fact canceled. Daddy Jesse Palmer found them and told them this, though I feel like it would have been way more fitting if it came from an Oompa Loompa. What do you get when Logan switches teams? Oh, fuck. Oh my god, that should have been my parody song this episode. Ugh, damn it. Okay, next time, next time. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes, Rachel slaps on some clear stripper heels and shows up for the night portion of the group date. No, seriously. She was wearing clear platform stilettos. They were perfect. They were everything. I have no notes. She tells them about Logan and is immediately like, does anyone else not want to be here? I totally understand how she's feeling in this moment, but God, I want her to have some confidence. You're hot. You're 26. You literally fly airplanes and you have huge boobs. Own it, girl. Thankfully, none of the guys fall for her trap and they all get some pretty quality one-on-one time during this night portion. Ethan reassures her so hard that she leans in to kiss him. Tino is honest with her about how hurt he was that she cancelled the date, but then he says, I'll take any piece of you any day. (laughs) Okay, hot! Lil' Tattooed Tyler takes her to a mirrored light room and Rachel says, I feel like I'm in the stars. And Lil' Tattooed Tyler says, you are the star. (laughs) Oh my god, hotter! Alas, Rachel is the judge of hotness, not me, and Tino gets the group date rose. I actually really liked the way Tino handled this conversation about her showing up bully, no matter how she's feeling. I think he's growing on me. The Is this bad? Am I okay? Should I see a doctor? We get to Gabby's group date and her outfit. Oh my God. She's wearing this long sleeve, tiny black crop top with a long black skirt, high slit and tall heeled black boots. It's outstanding. Between this and the stripper heels, this is a banner week for slutty outfits. I am all for it. The guys bop around Belgium and they, okay, I swear this is real, they all get on a little boat and go through a narrow dark tunnel just like in Willy Wonka. Yes, again, is Belgium actually Willy Wonka's chocolate factory? Is Willy Wonka actually the prime minister of Belgium? Or, more realistically, where the Bachelor overlord's just like, Belgium, uh, what's in Belgium? Uh, chocolate, um, movie, chocolate, Willy Wonka. Yeah, let's, uh, let's shove in as many Wonka references as possible. I love these nods to the movie because, well, it is one of my favorite movies of all time. But I won't be fully satisfied until one of the girls turns into a giant blueberry a la Violet Beauregard, Okay. Or at least show his daddy Jesse Palmer in a full Wonka costume, you know? Like, come on, make it happen, overlords. Speaking of the overlords, the guys also play soccer with local Belgian children and this made me laugh so hard because <laughs> all I could think about was that the overlords had to approach those kids like, hi, these huge dumb grown-ups are going to play soccer with you for the next 10 minutes while we record it on our huge dumb scary looking cameras, okay? Get your parents to sign this waiver, okay great thanks. After the totally not staged soccer game, they encounter this large, muscular 65-year-old Belgian beefcake and he tells them they're going to play rock, paper, scissors, but the winner has to slap the loser in the face with a giant fish. Hold on, let me just reflect on the sentence I just said. Yes, that is a real sentence that I really said to describe something that really happened. This encounter just seemed like it was straight out of a video game, like you're walking around a new land and a giant beefcake comes up to you like, Hello, would you like to play a game? Yes or no? Very video game, very surreal, the Bachelor overlords were absolutely playing Skyrim during quarantine. We get to the night portion of the day and Logan the Loser finally, after four weeks of fucking around, joins Team Gabby. The original crew was staring at him in disbelief, including Jason, a.k.a. Zen Dennis Reynolds, a.k.a. Zenis Reynolds. But I think he was just staring because he and Logan were both in black pullovers with silver chain necklaces, or he was just staring because he was in a deep meditative state. You you never know with that guy. Speaking of outfits, Gabby's dress here? Can we just have a moment? The lime green, the bedazzled, the Paris Hilton Y2K cowl neck mini dress. I cannot. Like, this was made for me. We are keeping up with the stripper outfits. I am living for this. This might be my favorite dress in Bachelorette history. Get that stripper money, girl. She awkwardly introduces Logan the loser to the group in classic Gabby awkward fashion, just half giggling, half smiling like, uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It was weird, but we all got through it together. She ultimately gives the group date rose to Nate and his stylish gold safety pin singular earring. I was so relieved at this because I really thought the overlords would make her give it to Logan, and that didn't happen. Yay authenticity! Yay romance! Boo, Logan. We snap back to Rachel as she goes on a one-on-one with Avon. They ride around Belgium in a horse and carriage and, say it with me, eat chocolate! He's super cute, talks about his parents' divorce, gets a rose, you know the drill. Gabby has her one-on-one with Johnny, or as my friend pointed out, Stuart from Mad TV. <laughs> it is seriously so perfect. It's the wide eyes, it's the rosy cheeks. It's so good. Andy has a boyish name, which like makes it even more perfect. Uh, We haven't really seen too much of Johnny, but this date is super cute. They go to a brewery and drink some beer, which what the hell? We're two for two this episode for hot date activity hosts. First, we got the Belgian beefcake, and now this brewery guy, he's, like, gorgeous? He has a hipster curled mustache, and, ugh, I just need these two to be the next co-leads. Please. After the beer, they go to a spa and just have an absolute blast. They're goofing off, soaking in a tub of beer, slapping each other with palms. It is just so cute. I love everything about this. At one point, Gabby gives Johnny a massage, and he has a tattoo on his side that says, Off-Life? I looked this up like the investigative researcher that I am and it seems to be a weight loss app (laughs) so either I read that wrong or he got a weight loss app tattooed on his side. Maybe for a free membership, who am I to judge? We get to their night portion and it's still cute but god he has got to work on eye contact. He's opening up to Gabby and just looking above her head, behind her head, everywhere but her actual eyes. I know this is a nervous habit, but when you're on a date, you have to be conscious of how that comes off to the other person. Look at them! Look at their eyes! But still, Johnny gets a rose, even though I'm not sure how he knew he got a rose because he was not looking at her the whole time. Finally, the dates are done, and it's time for the rose ceremony cocktail party. It was pretty standard, except Team Rachel saw Logan enter with Team Gabby, and it was just, like, so weird. Logan needs to leave. Like, yesterday. Oh, and Gabby got Nate some chocolate for his daughter. He starts crying and, oh, it was really cute. I really, really hope we get a happy ending for Nate because now I'm, like, thinking he's getting too good of an edit. Like, we're going to see his heart broken and it's going to be extra devastating. Uh, please say it ain't so... It's rose ceremony time and I just want to shout out the girls' full-length shawls over their fancy dresses. It must have been cold and they are both serving drama. Like, Gabby straight up looks like a wizard. So, Gabby gives her roses to everyone except the two black guys who aren't Nate. Great optics, Gabby. Have we learned nothing? Come on, girl. Embarrassing. And Rachel gives her roses to everyone except Meatball! Oh, mamma mia, Meatball, che tristezza! I was waiting for him to pull his move again and come back during the blooper, but it didn't happen this time. I'd Arrivederci, Meatball, mwah. Quick thing I was thinking, there's no way the girls are sending home guys every week, right? We're only halfway and there's only like five guys left, maybe six, I don't know. I said this earlier, but I really don't know how it's going to play out, like maybe a three week long finale? Let me know what predictions you have, because I'm really confused. As the kids say, the math is not mathing.
0: Question time, they're more than
1: good. They're great. Ooh, maybe that could be the theme song for this. Hey, Trashler. Okay, okay, shut up. Let's get to the questions. So every week I've been posting an Instagram story on Trashler to ask me anything. So keep an eye out for that, okay? First question. How many windmill jokes do you think there will be in Amsterdam? <laughs> oh, God, that is good. Okay, two things. One, they're going to Amsterdam next week. And two, for the lucky few that did not watch Hannah Brown, a.k.a. Hannah Basic Season, she famously had sex with Peter Weber, a.k.a. Pilot Pornie Potter, four times inside of a windmill. And the Bachelor overlords proceeded to make windmill jokes throughout the entire next season since Pilot Porny Potter was the lead. So they actually showed a windmill in the preview for next episode, which I totally think was intentional. The windmill has become such a massive symbol in the Bachelor cinematic universe that there's just no way that shot was a coincidence, you know? So based on that, I'm going to guess there will be approximately 1,837 windmill jokes next episode. Could someone count that for me? Thanks. Just like Rachel. Thanks. Thanks. Next question, are there any guys left who you'd let them give you a pearl necklace? Wink emoji, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Unfortunately, one person did rise above the others for me this episode. One person who I repeatedly said, oh, 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 he's the hottest guy here. And unfortunately that person is Erich. Okay, moving on, moving on. Last question, oh my God, this one's good. Uh. Pete Davidson as next lead. Thoughts? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I would love for Pete Davidson to be the lead and for daddy Jesse Palmer to be replaced by Kanye West. Just kidding. Kris Jenner. Just kidding. Colin Jost. Actually, I could see that. I could see that. Oh, let's do winner and loser of the week. My winner of the week is strippers. You may think they're gross. You might get jealous when your hot boyfriend goes to a strip club, but guess what? They've been influencing fashion for decades now, including the leads of your favorite reality show. So grow up, you prude! My loser of the week is, you guessed it, Gabby! For sending home two-thirds of your black suitors in one rose ceremony. Gabby, I love you, but I hated this. Mario got your first impression rose! Such an early exit for that, what the hell, girl? And we're
0: halfway done. Ah!
1: I cannot believe it. Don't forget to follow Trashler on Instagram and on Twitter, both at Trashler.
0: And I'll see you next week. Bye.